0: You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight.
1: One week from tonight, the New York Jets will have two new members of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I will be in Canton next week, and I cannot wait. Joe Klecko and Darrell Rivas go into the hall. Jets will be playing the Browns in the preseason game on Thursday. I think that game should be called the Zach Wilson Invitational. But I've heard Rich Semini say on this station, I think he was on with Anita Marks last night, that he's not even convinced. Zach Wilson is going to play in that game on Thursday, which to me makes no sense. Zach Wilson needs as many reps as possible. He should absolutely be playing in that game on Thursday, but we shall see. I want to get into the Jets right now, and Don LaGreca is hopefully going to be joining us live from the Mark Sasso softball game coming up later this hour. Dalvin Cook is taking an official visit with the Jets tomorrow. He's been making the rounds everywhere, doing interviews the last couple of days, in fact, I grew up on Long Island. I'm from Syosset, New York. And Dalvin Cook last night is hanging out in Merrick on Long Island by the water, enjoying some hibachi with his agent and his friends. So Dalvin Cook is getting the full New York Long Island summer experience, and then I guess he's going to get in the car tomorrow morning and head over to the Jets facility, take a physical, meet with the team, and there could be a deal that gets done. Yesterday, Dalvin Cook, the running back formerly with the Vikings, four-time pro bowler, was on Good Morning Football, and they asked him, what are the odds that you're going to sign with the Jets?
2: I think they're pretty high, man. I I think we're in a position of, of, you know, a team that's building something special, and I want to be a part of something Mm -hmm. special, you know, as a player. And I want to add to just whatever they got going on. So I think the the possibility is high right now, you know, of of getting things done.
1: Let's call it for what it is. Dalvin Cook's going to be a Jet. Unless he fails the physical, that's the one caveat. Dalvin Cook is going to be a New York Jet. I don't see any other team coming in with enough money that's going to make them happy. And if the money is close between the Jets and, let's say, the Dolphins or the Jets and the Patriots, I think the Jets win that faceoff. You want to know why they win that faceoff? Because they have Aaron Rodgers. Enough said. They win the faceoff because for the first time, the Jets actually have a dude at the quarterback spot, one of the greats. This was Dalvin Cook. His media tour continued earlier today. He was on NFL Live on ESPN, and here he is talking about Aaron Rodgers.
2: Everybody know what you're getting with Aaron Rodgers. and You know, going to play with a guy like that, the caliber quarterback he is, and, you know, it speaks for itself. I've been on the other side of that for, for the last six years. So just just knowing the type of player he is, I'm, a, I'm excited about
1: it. I'm excited about it too because signing Dalvin Cook should be a no-brainer for the Jets. First things first, it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg. He's a running back, and we all know in this town, especially following the Saquon Barkley situation, how the value of a running back has been completely diminished. So if you could get Dalvin Cook on a one-year deal with some incentives in it to make him happy, you do it if you're the Jets. He makes you better. He makes you better. If you ask yourself the question, are the Jets a better team with Dalvin Cook, and you don't say the answer is yes, I, I question how much you truly know about Jets football. Because last year, when Brees Hall went down, their running game was non existent. And I understand the line was terrible, but Michael Carter, I liked him as a rookie. He had a bad season last year. Zonovan Knight's a giant unknown. Their fifth round pick out of Pittsburgh, is he? Is he a Bonaconda? I don't know what he is. He might be good. But I don't know what he is. And if you're the Jets, you're a win now team. To get a guy likely on a one year deal, who had eleven hundred, almost twelve hundred rushing yards last year, and then another three hundred receiving yards for fourteen hundred total yards, you do it. And here's how I know Dalvin Cook's gonna be a jet. When you see Aaron Rodgers come out and agree to take a thirty five million dollar pay cut, and then Dalvin Cook says to Dan Patrick on his show yesterday that Aaron Rodgers has been texting him for weeks about trying to sign with the Jets, what do you think happens next? Aaron Rodgers should go to Joe Douglas and say, sign him. And Joe Douglas will say, yeah, you got it. I don't think Rodgers is going to demand it, but I think they're going to you know, work together to get a deal done. Like Rodgers is not going to step in and overrule Douglas. He's going to let the process play out. But they're going to get this done. And it makes sense. And, and this is not some knock on Brees Hall, who's amazing. Love Brees Hall. Got my number 20 jersey in the closet. Can't wait to wear it this season. But Brees Hall is coming off a torn ACL. A lot of guys are not Adrian Peterson year one off torn ACLs. Saquon Barkley wasn't right away the same player coming off his injury. So if you're the Jets, this allows you to ease Brees Hall back into the lineup slowly. This allows you to not have to get Brees Hall 20-plus carries a game early on. Dalvin Cook could be the bell cow early on, and you know he doesn't even need to be a bell cow. you got Aaron Rodgers, but he's a weapon out of the backfield. Rodgers knows him. He's comfortable with him. Dalvin Cook wants to play with Aaron Rodgers. He's talked about how the Jets have a great defense. It makes sense. And this is not a knock on Brees Hall. Because Brees Hall now does not need to be rushed. you got to protect the athlete from them, from himself sometimes. And by the way, I heard from someone at Jets camp that I trust that it wouldn't be shocking if Brees Hall started the year on the pup list, meaning he'd be out for the first four games. And I'd had no issue with that if they signed Dalvin Cook because you got to protect the player from the player. Now, everything the Jets have said publicly is they expect him ready for week one. But if you sign Dalvin Cook, all of a sudden, maybe you could be a little patient with Brees Hall. And when you look at the Jets' schedule, the first six games are not easy. So getting Dalvin Cook makes you a better team and helps you win. That's the bottom line. But how surreal is it, if you're a Jet fan, that here's a guy who wants to play with you because of your quarterback? This is a guy in Dalvin Cook who says the Jets are appealing because of Aaron Rodgers. And it's still surreal that Aaron Rodgers took a $35 million pay cut to play for the Jets. Could you imagine saying that sentence out loud? At the end of last season, Aaron Rodgers agrees to take a $35 million pay cut to play for the freaking New York Jets. I mean, I'm just waiting for me to wake up from the dream because it doesn't feel real, honestly. Rodgers has done everything and then some right since he's been a Jet. 800-919-3776. On Twitter, you can find me at Jake Asman, J-A-K-E-A-S-M-A-N. It's the Jake Asman Show Till seven here on 98.7 ESPN. And if you're just tuning in, Joe Namath, the greatest Jet of all time, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Super Bowl three MVP, he joins us at 5.30. But signing Dalvin Cook should be a no-brainer by the Jets. He makes you better, and he's not going to cost you an arm and a leg. And if Rodgers is recruiting him, and he took a $35 million pay cut, how is he not a Jet? Unless, I'll say it again, the only caveat is Dalvin Cook fails his physical, which by all accounts, it's not going to happen. And the other thing from Dalvin Cook, there were some rumblings about the Patriots maybe being involved, bringing him in for a meeting. That's not going to happen. He's not going to New England. He said earlier today he doesn't have any other visits scheduled. Tomorrow could be a party for the Jets. Practice is open to the fans. The Jet fans are going to be roaring. And if Dalvin Cook is there and the fans see that he is there walking around with Joe Douglas and Woody Johnson, he's going to get quite the round of applause and cheers from this fan base, and rightfully so. Because this is the most optimistic the Jet fan has been since 2010. So I hope Dalvin Cook was enjoying his hibachi in someone's backyard in Merrick on Long Island last night, and I hope he's ready to sign with the Jets tomorrow. Because as a Jet fan, I want the guy. He makes you better. And if it's a one-year deal, if you have to maybe, quote-unquote, overpay to get him, well, your quarterback – His cap hit is lower than Zach Wilson's cap hit this year, so figure it out, because that's what Aaron Rodgers has done. He has sacrificed for this team. And every narrative that has been painted about Aaron Rodgers before he became a Jet has been patently false, and he has proven it. He doesn't work well with young players. He doesn't show up to OTAs. He's not a good teammate. He would never take less money. He's just using the Jets' To get his full contract and finish his career. He doesn't want to be here like Brett Favre. He has done everything right since he's been here. Everything. And as Joe Namath would say, if Lady Luck could bless Rodgers with good health, he's going to go out there and he's going to break every statistical record the Jets have ever had in a single season. Which, by the way, is not saying much, but it's something. The last Jet quarterback to throw for over 4,000 yards in the season is joining us at 530 today in Joe Namath. Back in 1967 which, by the way, was a 14-game season. Ryan Fitzpatrick has the Jet record for touchdowns in a single season. That's 31. Think about that. Now the Jets have an opportunity to have a guy who wants to be here with a receiver as special as Garrett Wilson, who's getting Devontae Adams comparisons from Rodgers himself. This is the, the most optimistic the Jet fan has been in forever. And adding Dalvin Cook only makes you a better team. Because there's no downside to adding that level of talent who's still playing at a high level at 1,400 total yards last year on a one-year deal. And I looked it up because I'm crazy. The average Aaron Rodgers full season is 4,193 passing yards and 33 touchdowns. So if Rodgers just has his average season, he produces to the back of his football card, so to speak. He's breaking every Jet record. Uh, Dalvin Cook only makes this team better. And after you heard Aaron Rodgers recruit him and he took a pay cut, I'd be shocked if Dalvin Cook is not a Jet by the end of the weekend. Your Jet calls coming up. Jet fans, do you agree with me? Do you want Dalvin Cook on this team? 800 919 ESPN is the number. Your calls coming up. Don LaGreca set to join us this hour. Joe Namath at 530. Keep it right here. It's Jake Asman with you. It's 987 ESPN New York.
0: You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight.
1: Jet calls coming up, and it's, to me, a no-brainer why the Jets should sign Cook. He makes you a better football team. He's Brees Hall Insurance, and if you're Aaron Rodgers and you take a $35 million pay cut, you then have a right to say, hey, I want this guy. And Cook said earlier today on NFL Live that Rodgers has been blowing up his phone recruiting him. So I think this gets done. I would be shocked if Dalvin Cook is not a Jet by the end of the weekend. Let's go back to the phones right now. Let's go to Anthony in Harlem. Anthony, thanks for holding. You're on the Jake Aspen Show here on 98.7. What's going on?
0: Jake, what's up, buddy? Loyal subscriber here to the Jake Aspen Show on YouTube. Thank you, Anthony. I appreciate it. I got to tell you, bud, you're as locked in on the Jets as anybody. And uh, I I love it, man. I'm fired up right now. Every Jet fan I talk to, I, I love this signing, man, because this is just another weapon. And like you said, you know, Jets want to play 18, 20, 20 games this year and make a playoff run. You need three backs to take heavy workload for you in that kind of a season. And I love Cook. He makes the team better. And I also have a question for you, if you would ask, if you'd honor me.
1: Go for it, Anthony. Peter King said uh,
0: he spoke to Rodgers. And Rodgers, when he asked him why, he took the pay cut. And he said, to him that the league is different now he said at the trade deadline at the end of training camp these players talk and they shake loose and they force their way out it's like the nba you know so he wanted them to have flexibility in case somebody does that now i'm, I'm dreaming now right now i'm really dreaming but like is there a, like a tackle or a guard that we can kind of pull maybe zach martin or bachyari because that's like my
1: one area of concern with this team jake i'm curious what you think about that anthony excellent call yeah, I I look at the trade deadline as something the Jets are going to be actively involved in if need be. Are they going to go and do what the Rams did a couple years ago where they went all in and they added Von Miller and then Odell Beckham got released and they signed him? I don't know if it's going to be that extreme, but they're going to be aggressive if need be. And Rodgers creating some cap space gives you more flexibility to make a move like that. I thought Anthony was going to ask me about Devontae Adams. Like, oh, the Raiders are god-awful, and I think they will be. Because I think Josh McDaniels is not a good NFL head coach. And he ran Derek Carr out of town there, got nothing for him, and then signed a quarterback who's made out of glass. But that's a story for another day. If Devontae's unhappy and he asks out, are the Jets in play? That's where I thought Anthony was going. I don't totally rule it out. I think it's unlikely, but you never know. I couldn't tell you what lineman could shake free. Is it possible? Sure. I think it's too early to know what lineman could shake free. I will say this about the Jets' offensive line. On paper, if they're healthy, it's not nearly as bad as everyone says. They just had the most injuries in the league last year in that in that room. I am concerned about Beckton. How could you not be? But at least they're better equipped with some depth this year to cover for some injuries. But no team can survive the amount of injuries the Jets had up front last year. It was just too much. 800-919-3776 is the number. Let's go to Ira in Staten Island. I, what's going on?
3: Hey, well, great to hear you, Jake. What's going on? How's everything with you?
1: Fantastic. I appreciate you calling in.
3: So, yeah, thanks for taking me. Uh, I, you know what? The, it's a no-brainer. You're preaching to the choir. Everything you said about Cook is spot on. And it just, I just read this. of Arrow wrote this the other day. Um, for a four-year span, I think it was after the 2015 season, Cook, um, the Jets as a team um, – or they, they ran for like five thousand yards. Had, just the last four years they combined for like fifty two hundred yards as a team. Cook the last four years had like five thousand yards by himself and he like had like forty plus touchdowns compared to the Just running backs that had about twenty six. So this is, this is such a no brainer. I think I think it probably I don't I don't wanna jinx it. I, I think this is a done deal. I'd be shocked if he's not a practice watcher on the sidelines tomorrow. But the offensive line I, I I think you're a little more optimistic than I am. And I I, I hate to say this, and I want to be wrong. I think Beckham's getting traded. I don't buy he's going to be on this team. I I really don't. He's third string right now. There seems to be some type of issue with his knee possibly. And I, I don't think he's all bought in. I know he's done all the work. He's shed 50, 60 pounds, whatever it is. I think if Brown, you know, if they bring him at the end of camp back and, and, you know, he comes in healthy. I think there's a concern right now. And then you got Turner and you got Mitchell. Maybe they get an additional guy. I think Becton's going to be the odd man out. And I think they're going to recoup whatever they could get, whether it's a fifth-round or fourth-round pick. I don't think this guy's going to be on the opening day roster come September.
1: Ira, thanks for the call. I can't sit there and say I'd be shocked if that happens with Becton. Now, I tried to be optimistic with Beckton coming into camp, and they said he was full go. And then all of a sudden he's on a pitch count. And then, all of a sudden, well, he, you know, his knee was barking, Salah said the other day, so he was held out of practice. Now, he did practice the next day, but he's not a full go yet. And, you know, maybe some of that is just he's shaking off the rust he hasn't played in two years. And I heard Salah do an interview with Peter King of NBC Sports, and he alluded to that. So I'm not completely dismissing Becton yet, but I understand why Ira feels the way he does. The thing I'll say about Becton is this. There's still 44 days till the opener. Got a lot of time. You need Makai Beckton to be peaking right when you get closer to the start of the year. He's not going to play in the Hall of Fame game next week. I'd be shocked if he did. But I do think you'd like to see him out there in one of these preseason games, if not more than one. And we'll get an idea. The Jets are better equipped to handle Makai Beckton not being on this team, though. They are. Dwayne Brown's here for the full year. and Eventually he's going to play, and I would be shocked if he's not the left tackle. Billy Turner is a guy who knows the Hackett scheme. Rodgers won two MVPs with this guy on his offensive line. Max Mitchell, I think, was you know, maybe the modern-day Jason Fabini last year before the blood clots you know, ended his season. AVT, I think, in a pinch could swing out the tackle in an emergency spot, and maybe you play Conor McGovern at guard if Joe Titman's your center. They have flexibility. And with Rodgers getting the ball out quick, you heard Carl Lawson say he hates going against Rodgers in practice because he doesn't get a chance to do any of his pass rush moves because the ball is out too quick. That makes your line better, too. But I agree, that's the one concern with this team. No team's perfect, and the Jets got to answer the questions there when it comes to the state of their offensive line. Let's go to Alex in New Jersey. He's up next on the show. What's up, Alex?
4: Hey, Jake, how you doing?
1: I'm great, Alex. Thanks for calling.
4: Oh, Thank you. Um, listen, uh, I like the idea of signing Dalvin Cook. I think he'd be a great insurance policy as we as a uh, East Breeze back, but you know this offensive line really scares me. I mean, you want to put Dwayne Brown in there as a at left tackle, which is the most important spot on the offensive line. This guy is coming off shoulder surgery, and to not start Pittman at center, who you took in the second round, basically to replace McGovern. I mean, this line, you know, if you put Brown and, and Tomlinson and McGovern and ABT and Mitchell, I don't think that's good enough to protect Rodgers. I'd rather have a bigger guy in Titman in there at center and a bigger guy in Beckton there at left tackle. I mean, Mackay Beckton, he lost his weight. I don't see why he can't handle the left tackle position.
1: Alex, thanks I for the call. Care about
4: not getting Rodgers killed.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, Tittman, I think, will start at center, though. I'm saying ABT, at least in an emergency scenario, could swing out the tackle if need be. Dwayne Brown, to me, last year was good, despite the fact he played with a separated shoulder. He's a veteran. He's 37 years old, but Rodgers trusts him. They're friends. They worked out together in the offseason in California. Dwayne Brown's had a borderline Hall of Fame-level career. He's going to be the left tackle. Sal and the coaching staff loves the guy. Can he stay healthy? That's the question. Last year, he obviously played through injuries the best he could. The line line is a concern, and I agree. Talent-wise, Becton should be one of the five guys out there, but does the coaching staff trust him? We're going to find out. There's still a lot of time before we truly know what this line is. Let's squeeze in another jet call here, and then we'll get back to the phones coming up and hopefully lock in a time here with Don LaGreca live from the Mark Sasso softball game. Let's go to Jeff on Long Island. Jeff, you're up next. Thanks for making the call.
5: Hey, Jake. What's going on, man? So I honestly think that the Dalvin Cook signing, if he if they really get it done, I think that's going to be huge. Yeah, there's definitely concern on the offensive line. There's no doubt about that. You know, there's question marks with Beckton. Like the last caller just said, you know, with Brown and the shoulder and all that, I get all that. But I think if you add Cook, that's another threat that they're going to have to worry about. And Rodgers has a ridiculous release. I think people underestimate that. Everyone keeps focusing on his age, and that's definitely a factor, no doubt. But at the end of the day, when you really think about it, like we're talking about a guy who has an IQ for football that's kind of like, I don't know how to explain it, like off the charts. You know what I mean? That's the exact reason why everyone kept saying back in the Green Bay days when Nathaniel Hackett was his offensive coordinator or quarterback's coach, I forgot which one it was. He was pretty much running the offense, he ran it right through Rodgers. And that's what's exactly what's going to happen with the Jets. And everyone knows that. His football IQ is just off the charts. And I think if you put Dalvin Cook back right there, Brees Hall coming back, and all the weapons they signed in the offseason, Lazard, even Cobb, as much as Cobb is probably a third, you know, a second or third wide receiver, Garrett Wilson. There's a lot to, for defenses to try and figure out, especially with Rodgers. He can always just do things on the fly. You know what I mean?
1: Great call, Jeff. I agree. And, you know, I was looking it up because I was curious because we talk about how important a left tackle is in football. And don't get me wrong. I, I would prefer to have a great left tackle than have a bad left tackle. But Aaron Rodgers won back-to-back MVP awards in 2020 and 2021. His all-pro left tackle, David Bakhtiari, you know how many games he played in 2020? He played 12. He was first-team All-Pro that year. Then the next year, Rodgers goes out there and wins his second straight MVP. You know how many games David Bakhtiari played in? One. So, yes, you need a good O-line, but when Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback, he makes the line that you currently have better. Now, you can't have Sibs out there. You know, it can't be Swiss cheese at all five spots. But if you have some competency, which I think they have, if AVT is healthy, if Tippman, I believe, wins the starting center job, if Lakin Tomlinson resembles the player he was in San Francisco and not the guy who had a below average year a season ago, I think with Rodgers at quarterback, they're going to be okay. And I agree, Dalvin Cook would make this team that much better. More of your Jet Calls coming up. eight hundred nine one nine 919 espn is the number. It's Jake Asman with you till 7 o'clock. We got Joe Namath, if you're just tuning in, joining us at 5.30 today to talk all things Jets. Keep it right here. We're with you till 7 here on 98.7 ESPN.
0: You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight.
1: So there was a report the other day, oh, the Patriots might take a visit with Dalvin Cook. And I never bought that for a second. But then you find out today that free agent running back Ezekiel Elliott is scheduled to visit the Patriots This afternoon. He might be there right now. So if the Pats are looking into Zeke, why do you think that is? Because they know they're not getting Dalvin Cook. Because Dalvin Cook is coming to the Jets facility tomorrow to pass a physical and then sign a deal. It feels like it's a done deal. You read read between the lines. You listen to Dalvin Cook's comments where he says it's very likely he's going to sign with the Jets. You find out Rodgers has been blowing up his phone recruiting him. And Rodgers took a $35 million pay cut. If he wants Dalvin Cook, they're going to get him. And it's a no-brainer that they should absolutely sign him. Let's go back to the phones right now. Jay is in Israel. We're going international for this call. Jay, thanks for calling. You're on 98.7 ESPN.
4: Hey, Jay. Great to talk to you again. Followed you over, of course, from YouTube. Um, Had two points on the Jets that I was hoping you'd weigh in on. One of them happened to be Makai Becton, and I think you've beat that one pretty much to death at this point. There's not a whole lot... (laughs) left to say. We just have to kind of keep our fingers crossed and trust uh, trust in Joe and, and Robert that uh, they'll figure this one out. The other one, though, is a little more disturbing. There have been a few reports out that uh, Brees Hall, his head may not be on totally straight concerning the apparent um, um, potential signing of Delvin Cook. And The last thing that we Jets fans can afford at this point in time is to have more disease if you follow me and I I dismissed all of these reports at first until I heard uh, our friend Paul Esten Jr. um, run with it a little bit so I was hoping you'd weigh in on that and what you hear and I'm going to hang up and listen
1: and thanks. Jay, I appreciate the call and especially appreciate you calling in all the way from Israel so that means a lot. Look, I saw the tweet all sent. For those who missed it, the Jets running back who is still on the pup list. He has not yet practice coming off the torn ACL he tweeted the following lol that was the tweet now it's unclear if he's referencing the Jets bringing in Dalvin Cook for a visit I don't know what it's in reference to but here's what I would say to that I don't really care you get over it if you're Brees Hall you played seven games in the league that's it if it's about winning and the team being better Brees Hall You're going to have to accept the fact that Dalvin Cook makes the Jets better. And Brees Hall's a good guy by all accounts. You know, Rodgers has talked glowingly about Brees. You know, the NFL Top 100 list came out, and Rodgers went from number three last year to down to number 51. And they show the clip of Brees Hall going through his list. He's like, oh, my God, I don't even have Aaron on my list. What am I doing? And Brees Hall responded on Twitter saying, Aaron's going to get after me for that. So I think they're fine. Brees Hall will get over it. Maybe he's trying to stick up for his buddy, Michael Carter. But at the end of the day, the Jets are a better team with Dalvin Cook. And Dalvin Cook is well-liked by guys in locker rooms. He'll fit right in. To me, it's a non-issue. I can't worry about what Brees Hall thinks. He's played seven games for the Jets. I trust Joe Douglas and Robert Sala on this one. Back to your calls as we go. Let's go to Jock in Rockland. Am I saying that right? Je m'appelle Jacques. Jock. Oh there you go. Well I am not French, but I appreciate you calling in, John. <laughs> Alright,
2: thanks for taking my call. Um so it's about the Jets. Dalvin Cook, of course, is a no brainer. Um I think any team would want Dalvin Cook and you um add, you know, the Brees Hall dynamic, you know you know, we're running the ball and you know, we could throw the ball out the backfield, all that good stuff. But um just like the other calls callers concern, um, with with the O line is also my concern. <clears throat> but um I think um with Aaron Rodgers making this, uh, taking this pay cut and everything, and, you know, they, they, there might be some internal talks, and, you know, Aaron Rodgers is the big deal signing. Um, I think the important thing for all of us is that he would be protected. And Joe Douglas, um, you know, him being a, you know, former old lineman, and, you know, you know, old lineman was supposed to be like, a real strong point, you know, and there's been a couple of misses here and there. You know, there might be a move in the works, you understand, to, to bring in a, a, a veteran old lineman in a trade. And, you know, we'll have some cap money to pay him, being the fact that Aaron Rodgers took this cut. So um, that's what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm, and I'm hoping, you know, just to solidify the situation.
1: Yeah, great call there, Jock. I, I hope you're right that if they do need another offensive lineman, they'll be able to get one. Certainly, the cap flexibility is not an issue, especially they had cap space before the Rodgers restructure. But the Quinn and Williams deal, the extension actually created, bonus cap space, they got plenty of money. I still think, by the way, the Jets could bring back Quan Alexander. I don't completely rule that out, although it does feel a little less likely now that we're a full week in the Jets camp. But I agree. You have to have faith in Joe Douglas here. I'd say this. This is the first time in a long time as a Jet fan, I feel like the Jet fan could have faith in the people that are running the organization. And if they think they got enough guys in-house right now on their line, to protect a Hall of Fame quarterback, I'm going to defer to them until I see it completely fall apart. Because last year the line was not bad; they had a million injuries. You know, the the, the Jets' offensive line from a year ago. I mean, Robert Sala used the word, you know, they 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 just had the most amount of like just carnage in that room or carnage, excuse me. They were torn to pieces. They had six offensive tackles spend time on injured reserve. They started 11 different players and nine different combos on the line. That's the most in the league. And they still won seven games last year. So I get the concern. you know what makes your line better? Signing Dalvin Cook. Signing Dalvin Cook. Eight hundred nine one nine. 919 espn is the number. Let's go to Esmond, who's in New Jersey. Esmond, you're next up. You're on with Jake Asman here on that game 7 What's up, my
6: brother? Kelo K. Finally, I made it to call you, man. I've been following of your job. For nearly two years, I believe, I'm glad to have you here at 98.7. Let's go.
1: Thank you, Ezba. I appreciate you calling in. What do you
6: got for us? Hey, I think D- Dalvin Cook is staying. he ain't going nowhere. I'm going to give you a quick anal- analogy. I hope I, I, I get the time. I'm going down to the DR, August the 7th. I'm going to be there for nine days. I'm taking a book bag and a carry-on luggage. My wife and my kid are going to be there for a whole month. My wife is taking 350 pounder, two carry-on, plus bags. You know, have you seen the picture of Dalwin Cook on Twitter? All the luggage he already had coming, bro. I got signed. <laughs> it's not gonna be a mystery if he's signed here for more than three for, for at least two years. It reminds me of that Dwayne Brown story last year when he came in for a visit. That guy's been here for a year. He's gonna go into his second, bro. It's not an overreaction. Dalvin Cook is already a Jet. Let's go. Jets, Jets, Jets. You got it, my friend. See you later.
1: That is my great call. Love the energy. I understand your analogy. I think Dalvin Cook has packed a lot of bags. I expect him to, to be a Jet, too. I've said it. You know, if I, if I wasn't already sold based on all his comments, the fact that he's hanging out on Long Island last night in Merrick, Doing outdoor hibachi with his agent and friends, kind of doesn't doesn't that, that kind of feel like well the Hard Knocks cameras are going to be following him following him for that and they're going to have this big dramatic moment tomorrow when he signs the deal, like that's where like the the Hard Knocks stuffs going to come into play for something like that. I think it's a done deal and he makes the Jets better. And I could care less if Brees Hall might not love it because Brees Hall still going to play a big role on this team and no NFL team is led by just one back. It doesn't happen. You need multiple backs. Even the last time the Jets were good, they had multiple backs. You know, 2009, the Jets' running back room was Thomas Jones, Leon Washington, and a rookie in Sean Green. Leon got hurt that year. Sean Green really took over late. Thomas Jones was excellent. 2010, they signed LaDainian Tomlinson, who, by the way, was three years older than Dalvin Cook is. LT was awesome with the Jets. I loved LT. Gave the Jets two really good years. And the Jets also had Sean Green. You need more than one running back. You need more than one back. More of your calls coming up. We've talked plenty about the Yankees and the Mets. We've spent some time this hour talking about Dalvin Cook. Want to hear from you. Open phone lines, 800-919-ESPN is the number. Joe Namath is joining us next hour at 5.30. Keep it right here. We're with you till 7. It's Jake Asman on 98.7 ESPN New York.